I don't know about you all, but I'm sad. I'm sad because I feel overwhelmed and numbed by events in the world this week. We had Israel invading Gaza, the shooting in Lewiston, and then last night a young life, well, young to me, uh, Matthew Perry found dead. It just seemed as if one thing after another was befalling our world. And we can't take it all in mentally, emotionally, or spiritually. Time and again, we wonder why these things happen. And time and again, we have no answers. Now, I'm not going to preach about gun violence. I've talked in our gun laws. I've preached enough about it. We all know where we stand as individuals and as people of faith. But I thought the best interview with a man whose son had died in Lewiston was summed up when he said he felt bad for the shooter because he was obviously ill and no one was able to help him. Now this was a man whose son had just died the night before and he told the reporter that he felt bad for the shooter. I remember when I listened to that interview, now that is love in action. He didn't blame the shooter, but he blamed his illness. He didn't blame society or anything other than this man was sick and that no one was able to reach him and help him. We see it all the time, especially in the streets of Rockford, people walking along, talking to themselves. We see it in the parking lot when we leave church on a Sunday, and we don't think anything of it. But there are people that are hurting in a myriad of different ways. And today's gospel lesson calls us to think about those things. You see, the Pharisees couldn't get the best of Jesus, so I guess they sent in the A-team, the Sadducees, to take him out. And Jesus was not going to be bested by them either. So he gave them a riddle. A riddle which really, I have to tell you, I don't even understand. And I've looked at it time and time again. But what the gospel message of today is, love your neighbor and love God. Those two things seem so easy to do. Loving God is easy. Not many of us come to church and not love God. It's the loving our neighbor where we get hung up. And we see it all the time. We see it in the war in Israel. We see it in the people that we interact with. 
And I've said this over and over again. Steve and Doug have both said it. We are so angry as a society that we forget that the person standing in front of us or next to us has their own problems and their own pain that he or she is carrying. I don't have answers, and I know, I'm pretty sure, none of us here today have answers. But the biggest message is we have to get past our tribes, so to speak, and look out and care for the other, care for our neighbors, even the people we don't know. That's what Jesus is talking about, loving our neighbor. Most of us don't even know who our neighbors are anymore. I know we don't, and it's not because we don't want to. It's because we're all shut up inside our homes, and not just because the weather's turned cold. It's difficult to make friends with our neighbors when we all work, we all have obligations and other things that are in our minds constantly, our children, our parents, grandchildren. But we must try. We must try to see that each and every one of us come with our own set of thoughts, feelings, and deeds and that we only care about the best for everyone. And we may not do, be a very good at articulating it. In fact, sometimes I think we're terrible at articulating it. I know I can be. I'm, I get mad. I swear. I'm a normal person. I have things that weigh on my mind. But I also know that when, if somebody were in trouble, I would be there to help, and I know you all would be too. We're not afraid to step into the breach when it's necessary, but we have to know that there's a breach that needs stepping into. We often focus in the 21st century on romantic love. But after a while, as we well know, that blush of romantic love wears off. And suddenly, it's really easy to start focusing on the other person's flaws. When we first fall in love with someone, or, if, or we have a friend that we're very close to, there is nothing that he or she can do that is wrong. Oh, everything is just so wonderful. Did you see the way that he poured sugar into his coffee? It was just a miracle. I've never seen such beauty in all my life. And a few months later, when the spoon is clanking into the mug, you're kind of like, all right, enough with the sugar and the stirring. I've got it. And we start nitpicking. And I think that's what we're doing as a society. We are nitpicking at people. You cut in front of me. You walked in front of me. You looked at me weird. And suddenly, 
There we are, arguing with a stranger for no particular reason. That first blush of love is the easy kind of love, but it's the kind of love, as I said, that fades away. It's the love of neighbor through good and bad that is the kind of love that Jesus is talking about today. And it's not an easy love. It is a love born out of pain and anger and fear, but it is a love worth having because from that grows great humility and great understanding. This morning in the forum, we were discussing what's going on in the world. And people were asking really good questions. Why do we hate? Why do we hate the other? Why don't we see that a person standing in front of us is a person? And we all agreed that really there is no answer. But the answer is to work for knowing someone. And that's where the difficulty is. Because we want to stay in our own homes. I read a, I love Instagram because it makes me laugh. But it said yesterday, I don't drive at night. I don't go out at night in the winter. I don't drive at night in the winter. I just don't go out. And that makes me laugh because that's how I feel. But I also know it's a sad statement of who we are as people. When we want to go home and stay home and not interact with others, we learn how to be hermits. And not hermits in a good sense. But there is hope. And hope is what we can use to move forward. There was a story in the Washington Post about a woman who was heavily pregnant and suffering from vertigo. And she was so ill and her husband had gone to work that she couldn't get up off the bathroom floor to get her three children ready for work. So finally, once they got up, she had them call the fire department. And the fire department came, and the EMTs took the woman off to the hospital to stabilize her. The firefighters stayed with the children because the father was at work, and it was a two-hour drive. They fixed the children breakfast, and the kids became more at ease with them. Their fears went away. And pretty soon they were all sitting watching cartoons together. And when it came time for the bus to arrive, the firefighters got the kids ready, made sure they had everything that they needed for school that day, packed up their backpacks, and saw them off. That is loving your neighbor. That is a story that gives us hope. That is a story that makes us understand we're all in this together if we're willing to be vulnerable with one another.
if we're willing to share how we really feel instead of pasting a smile on our faces and saying we're fine. So if you find your hope waning, find those who can sustain it. And someday, sometime, you will carry someone else's hope for them. Amen.